Welcome back to another episode of CRP Classroom. In this episode, let's talk about the issue of admissibility in evidence and how do you actually look at evidence act and apply to it. In order for you to pass your evidence paper, there are two things that you must do. First, you must understand the essence and how to use evidence act. Second, you cannot be too rigid in how you answer your questions. Very often, you will see and hear the word admissibility. And what does it mean actually? Evidence Act is applicable in all cases in court, regardless of whether it's a civil or criminal case. But they are linked with criminal more often because in some of the high-profile criminal cases, such as in Najib Razak or Awan Ibrahim case, you will see the defense will fight and argue on every single issue of evidence in order to buy time to prolong the case. Evidence governs how you tender a piece of evidence in court. There are two parts to it. For a piece of evidence to be admissible in court, first, it must be relevant, and second, it must be proved accordingly. Once you satisfy these two things, then it is admissible. For it to be relevant, it must come within Section 5 to Section 55 of your Evidence Act. That would include hearsay exceptions, admission, confession, opinion evidence, etc. So, the chapters that you studied, such as expert opinion evidence, basically it is saying that this opinion evidence is admissible because it is relevant under Section 45. Then, if we can prove it accordingly, then it is admissible. To prove it, it must come under Section 56 to Section 100 of your Evidence Act. So a piece of evidence first must be relevant under Section 5 to Section 55. Then it must be proved accordingly under Section 56 to Section 100. So if you want to ask a witness to come to give oral evidence, then that's Section 60. If you want to admit documentary evidence, then that's Section 90A. The proof part is procedural in nature. Even if you have a piece of relevant evidence, if you can't prove it accordingly, it is still inadmissible. So if you want to adduce a piece of evidence and there is objection from the opposing party on its admissibility, for example, they argue it is illegal evidence or hearsay evidence, the court would normally mark that piece of evidence as ID, meaning identification evidence. It means that the court will leave it there first, give you time to find other ways to prove it. Once everything satisfied, no objection from any other party, that evidence will be marked as P or exhibit. So they will have a numbering system for it. For example, exhibit 1, exhibit 2, exhibit 3. So hopefully, now you have an idea how to use the evidence act. If you don't have an idea how does Evidence Act work, you will find it very hard to understand all the chapters in your evidence study manual. If you have an idea that for a piece of evidence to be admissible, it must be relevant and that it must be proved accordingly, when you study your evidence subject in your CRP, you will have a general overview that this is it. It will find it much easier to do so. Hopefully it helps all of you and I'll see you in next episode.